welcome to the Live Up and Liberated podcast. I'm your host, Yvette Mayer. I was a high-flying corporate exec and I left it all to follow my passions. In this podcast, you will enjoy stories of ordinary humans who've taken massive risks and relaunched their lives. Hello, hello. Podcast episode six. Now, I have some absolutely incredible entrepreneurs lined up and ready to talk you about their journeys of risk, bravery and success. However, it's just taking me a little bit of time to lock them in. So rather than keep you hanging, I am back for a solo episode. This time I'm talking personal branding and attraction. And when I say say attraction, I mean attracting your ideal audience. So personal branding. The truth is in today's digital world, we all have a personal brand. It is the way we project ourselves onto social media. Now, I know that our social impression is quite often the highlights reel. And that's cool. That's absolutely the way it should be. If you are not considering building a business with you as the face, the founder, or an important aspect of your brand image. But since you're listening to this podcast, there's a possibility that you are thinking about launching your own brand in the future. So I thought this topic would be incredibly relevant for you. And I have an enormous amount of experience in this area. I do have 30 years in advertising and marketing. So this is a particular part of my business that comes naturally and that I'm able to draw down on all of my past career to excel in and to help you with. So it's definitely something that I work with many of my private clients on, at least the ones that I'm coaching to launch or help their businesses thrive. And here I am just for you sharing my absolute best thoughts, tips and strategies in this area. So as I said, once we do land on this seed of an idea, idea, side hustle, early entrepreneur stage, this personal branding topic and audience, attraction of an audience is critical, right? And that was especially true for me because I launched a service-based business with my name attached to it. So my business name is Yvette Mayer Wellbeing. So my personal brand was suddenly a huge deal to me. And if you find yourself thinking about a service-based business in particular, you are going to need to consider this too. And I'm going to hazard a guess, you've already got it on your mind, but you're likely at either an early stage or maybe you're just lacking a little bit of clarity and you don't fully understand how all of the components work and what is the the best approach for building out your personal brand and ultimately 
attracting in those ideal customers down the track. So what I'm going to do today is take you through uh, step by step what I believe will help you the most as you start to work through this process and beyond as you actually start to implement as well. And like I said, I'm, I have a service-based business myself. A lot of these lessons remain true if you have a product-oriented business and you are a face of that business. Or even if you're not the face of the business yet, but you are starting to realize that you and your profile and your experience could possibly supercharge your business. And this is what can happen. Now, we had on this podcast a few weeks ago, Selena Swaddling of Supercells. She's had that business for two years and it's only recently that she started to really consider the power of her personal brand in fueling her products. So this is going to be relevant um, in that scenario as well. So stay with me. Either way, let's begin with... The framework of the service that you are going to offer. So service and it can be product as I just said as well. This is the the bones if you like of your business. So it can evolve but from the very outset you are going to know what that looks like. So for me in the very beginning Uh, My service was always going to be well-being focused and it began with essential oils and then expanded into private coaching, group coaching, courses and also corporate well-being consulting. So this is just the basics of what I offer in terms of products and services and so of course that's really relevant Uh, It doesn't shape my personal brand, but it certainly needs to be checked in on to make sure that as you are building out that, that it fits. I mean, it has to fit, right? It has to be aspects of your values, your personality that match the products and services that you're going into market with. So the next part, oh my God, I feel like I talk about this every week. However, I'm so passionate about it. But you need to have a very clear why and purpose. So why are you focusing on this particular business? And what is the purpose both of the business and your personal purpose in bringing this creation of yours into the world? If you are really clear on why you're doing this and your purpose, this whole exercise is going to get very simple. So what I would say is if you haven't done that work, yes, you can keep listening to the podcast, but just know that it's super critical that you start here. Now, as I mentioned last week, I do have a workshop, a pre-recorded workshop available on my website that can take you through this process and it's only 90 minutes so please I beg of you if you haven't this haven't taken this step invest in your business and in yourself in figuring this out 
it is just so key and for me it made this whole unfolding nature of my business and my personal brand and the right audience for me it just it flowed so let's say you have this already or at least you have defined your personal values and also considered which of those personal values you're really going to lean into to I was going to say prop up your brand, but what I mean is give life to your brand because it's you as the face, as the founder, it is your unique imprint, it's your personal values and how they are brought to life, showcased, the stories you tell that are going to bring these bones of your business to life. So at the very least, you do need to have clear personal values. Um, Another thing that I would say, a hot tip from me is when you really think about your personal values and then you identify which of those you really want to, I keep using the words lean in, but amplify on behalf of your brand, don't skip over the things that are quirky that make you you. This is your secret sauce. These are your superpowers. You absolutely want to include aspects of you that make you different. We have no need or I guess we we just don't want carbon copies of each other. We are attracted to uniquely awesome, brilliant unicorns or businesses and personalities so make sure that as you're doing this exercise you are looking at the things about you that make you stand out they're so important and they really are your jump off point as you start to consider things like the behaviors that you're going to amplify within your marketing so At this point, I thought it might be good to talk to you a little bit about me. Uh, You probably know me by now, at least a little. Uh, If you follow me on social media, you'll know me a lot. And you'll actually probably be able to reflect back to me what my values are or what my brand personality is. But let's just pretend you've seen nothing of mine in the past and I will talk to you about the key values that I have very much owned on my journey to building my business. And you'll find that they are on purpose quite the unique combination of values. And they are vulnerability, authenticity, being relatable, being inspirational, and having a position as a leader. Now, they don't feel like they all naturally bounce off each other, and that's good. That's great. But to me, when I think about them, they really exemplify a distinct combination of values or aspects of me that I believe are important in how I present my business to the world. 
Hopefully you appreciate that. Now, what I'm going to do next is take this a step further and start to think about behaviours. So as you start to communicate your brand, your personal brand out into the world, the way that we take these values that I've been speaking about so far and project those is by our behaviour. So it's a really good idea to, once you've identified those values um, or aspects that are part of you that you really want to amplify, and then for each of them, dig into what does behavior look like for that particular aspect of you and your brand. So I'm not going to do each of these for you, um, for my values but what I want to do is at least give you some examples of how I present myself, how I project myself, how I amplify these things in the way that I show up. So firstly I am extremely honest about the good, the bad and the ugly. I celebrate success hard, I talk about my mistakes so last week's whole podcast episode which was uh, about my journey into entrepreneurship or should I say solopreneurship and the mistakes I made were a big part of that episode so that's me being fully transparent in the bad and sometimes let's face it the ugly uh, The next thing that is pretty consistent with me is that I rarely wear makeup when I'm creating video content and that is absolutely on purpose. I'm back to the honesty thing. I'm honest about my age. I'm 48 years old and therefore I believe that the most authentic way to own my age and to be relatable is to just show up as me. So yes, I rarely wear makeup. Now I'm not going to go quite as far as saying I don't use filters on Instagram because who doesn't love a good filter on Instagram? And let me just say the beauty beauty filter is my favorite, plus the Paris thing over the top. Now, to be fair, I'm so sorry to all of you who send me messages and say that I'm glowing and that I my skin looks amazing. Uh, because I do use filters. I'm sorry, but hey, we're all human. And if you jump over to LinkedIn at any moment, you can see me in all of my transparent, natural goodness. And that's where most people find me. I I mean, right now I've got nearly a thousand Instagram followers, but I've got 4,000 LinkedIn followers. And I'm active on LinkedIn nearly every day with a video. And some of those videos I watch and think, oh my God, I look exhausted. I'm in bad light. But I've just chosen as part of my brand that I am going to focus on an imperfect but perfectly awesome me. So progress over perfection is another motto of mine and I believe that that goes hand in hand with the fact that I 
am relatable and that therefore I build connections with people more easily than if I am some influencer that is incredibly beautiful and styled and glamorous and on a platform. That's not what I want to be. That is not my personal brand. It could be your personal brand. It is not mine. So really overall, I would say that I am a little bit more scrappy than polished. Again, this is considered. It is not that I can't be bothered. It is that it's a part of my personality, truly, that like I said, um, I'm more about getting it done than being perfect, which by the way is very good if you're an anxious person to shift into that mode. Uh, but it is also, it, it's with intention because it helps me connect with people. It really, really does. Yes, I also talk about being a leader and being inspirational, but I don't, I don't believe that I need to look incredible and be fully made up to deliver on those things because the things that make me strong as a leader and the things that demonstrate that I am inspirational are the stories of my life. It's the journey. It's the, the many twists and turns and challenges. They are the things that bring that part of my brand to life. So it's the fact that I've been through breast cancer and I grew from the experience and I learned so much about the meaning or the fact that I needed more meaning in my life. That aspect is another way to demonstrate inspiration. And again, it's more achievable for the everyday human. And I love the everyday human. I am the everyday human. So for me, that felt really true to me and important for me as a brand. Um, Now, the other thing that I have done is be really open and honest about my challenges with mental health and that was a bit scary for me because honestly I had this I questioned myself on who am I to be a coach if I have mental health challenges and I take antidepressants but that's BS I'm freaking real I'm incredibly normal we are all on the mental health spectrum whether it is from a healthy mental health perspective right through to experiencing daily day-to-day stress, burnout, or having more clinically diagnosed mental health challenges. And I don't want to shy away from that because I know so many people that come to me have that experience as well. And actually, it builds a bond and shapes a, um, a level of trust in our relationship. And it's important too. It's just super important to me. So I got over myself and I do not regret it one bit. And in fact, I know that I have helped so many people and helping people is such a big driver for me, but I've helped so many people that were living in shame around their own mental health 
or their use of medication to support themselves through their mental health challenges. And that means more to me than anything. FYI, I have gone off on a tangent and I'm totally sorry about that. But FYI, in doing this, I was able to completely unbundle shame that was tightly packed inside of me and free myself. And as someone who's all about feeling lit up and liberated, let me tell you, leaning into this part of my story and being open and honest about it in line with my values has been the greatest source of liberation that I've experienced in many ways this year. So that's the tangent. Now I'm going to get back to you and your personal brands and values. But I really hope by taking you on a little bit of a journey through how this looks for me that I've in some way given you a framework for how you can do this yourself. So I will say this, if you're doing this right, once you do start to go out there and market your business and personal brand, it should feel natural and easy. It shouldn't feel like you're putting on somebody else's clothes and showing up as a different human. This is you and you are so doing it right if it's a natural experience for you and it's easy. So as you start experimenting, please keep this in mind. So the next step, so at this point, I've taken you through the steps of understanding your your why, your purpose, getting clear on your values, identifying which parts of you and your values and stories you are going to lean into, amplify and share as you project your brand into the world. The next step is meeting your customer or in fact building the bridge between that personal brand and your ideal customer. So introducing the idea of an ideal customer avatar. Now this is common marketing speak in entrepreneur land and beyond that in marketing. So we're not talking about blue people when we say avatar. An ideal customer avatar is something that it's mission critical for you to be very, very clear on as you start to enter the world as your personal brand and business. So who is your ideal customer? Their avatar is basically a, it's the building of a deep understanding of the core audience you're targeting through the use of a single person. So if you get really clear on this particular customer, really clear, I'm talking where they live, how old they are, how they feel, what they do, what they wear, what they eat, what their biggest stresses are, what they do for fun. I mean, everything about them. And yes, it's really great just to have one person 
because it's just easier to get into this mode of deep understanding when you're thinking of a particular person, but it's what they represent as an audience segment that is going to take you back into market. So do the work around this customer avatar. Get clear on one person. So I will take you on a bit of a journey for me. So I identified, and yes, I think I said this last week, but quite often when we build out our core audience, especially if we're in a service-based business, we target somebody who has a similar challenge to what we've been through and solved or is a few years younger than us but has a similar um, set of challenges or life, uh, lifestyle and scenario as we had because it's so easy to identify with that person and get into their mind and we tend to be passionate about helping this particular person. And yeah, I didn't say that. But for me, it's always important when you're thinking this through to not just think of them as a customer, but think of them as somebody that you want to help. So how are you serving them? What is their pain point and how is your product and services going to solve for that? I've gone off tangent again. But anyway, that makes sense, right? So we need to know all the things about this particular customer that you are going to connect in with. And then once you've done that, the natural next step is to look at how they consume media. So where are you going to find them? How are you going to find them? And, oh, I forgot to tell you about my ideal customer avatar. I just realized, sorry, tangent, I will stop and give you that because it's all related back into how I find them. So for me, I am targeting people that are busy professionals that are lost or stuck, feeling a bit frustrated in their choice of career and longing to step out of the struggle and find more meaning, purpose and fulfillment in life. That's it. And yes, that was me a few years ago. So honestly, after breast cancer, I realized that I wasn't happy working in advertising, that I wanted to actually be proud of a legacy that I was building in the world and of having this uh, ability to help people at scale and that started this whole journey for me so therefore it it, for me definitely is this looking back um, and the experience I've, I've had myself is to get to that stage figure it out decide what you know what was my why and uh how I wanted to bring that to life from a business point of view, what my purpose is, and so on and so on. So with me, when I got to the point of, okay, where are they? How do I connect with them? I realized pretty quickly that these busy professionals and people that I have already got a connection to, and that's important as you build out your audience, if you already have influence with a certain um, part of your target, then definitely take that into consideration. I mean, definitely. I knew that not only was this audience 
an audience I feel passionate about helping, but it's an audience I have some influence with, or at least the part of the audience that works in the advertising industry, especially in Australia and New York City, funny that. Uh, So having understood that, at that point, I went really, really, really focused down onto LinkedIn and learnt everything I could about that particular channel. And that's what I recommend to you too. Once you get really clear on this audience, this customer avatar, wherever they are um, from a social perspective, and that is generally how you're going to start to build out this audience attraction strategy, uh, because it's free, so don't forget that, (laughs) or it can be free, Uh, at least the organic part of it is. So just choose one, start with one platform and get really, really good at it. I highly recommend you do that. Don't go into overwhelm. There is so much to learn. There's so much. It can be really confusing. It can feel hard. So just choose one. Look, honestly, the best thing you can do at this point is to hire a business coach And yes, I offer these services, but hire a business coach who has gone before you and understands the challenges you've got and can quickly, simply point you in the right direction, give you the steps and make this whole journey, this part of the journey, much faster and more effective for you. If you can't afford to hire a private coach, there are going to be plenty of other resources in the form of group coaching or courses that will get you where you need to go. They just tend to take longer and they're not as customized to you, but they are awesome. So you definitely want to go and you want to at this point invest in the future of your business by learning from those who have gone before you, who are experts, who have learned the hard way a lot of the time or also had a business coach and actually had a pretty cruisy ride, which I would say has been my journey on LinkedIn. I hired Ruby Lee as my business coach as soon as I started marketing on LinkedIn and she coached me through how to do that quickly and I have had enormous success in my attraction strategy in that platform. So that's what I recommend you do. Of course, once you get that up and happening, and I'm not going to say perfect it because that's a bit ridiculous, but once you've got it up and happening and you feel like it's become less of a burden because that happens too, right? The more comfortable you get, the more confident you get, the easier it is and you'll find you get more time back in your day. That's when it's time to start expanding out. And I think once you've got one ham- one Um, humming, then rather than just think what's next, consider the ecosystem. So what is the consumer journey and how are you going to attract them into your community across platforms? So look, I could do a whole nother podcast on that and potentially I will down the track, but just stick with me with the one platform first And then later, when I have a new podcast episode out, we can start talking about the ecosystem. So 
That's a lot, right? But I hope I've helped you and there's been something in here that gives you a bit of structure to how you're going to do this for yourself. Um, I really, really, really um, think that it's possible for anyone to do this. It just takes being organised and learning. So get studying. Get studying. Make sure you do all of the exercises around your personal brand and really isolate how you're going to amplify it. Get into the work about your ideal customer avatar. Figure out where they are and then do the study to understand that platform and just get out there. It really takes a lot of effort, I'm not going to lie, to grow an audience. You don't just want to have an audience either. You want to figure out how to engage those people. You have to be in there constantly. You have to be communicating, building a dialogue. And yes, it's work, baby, work. There is no build it and they will come. But you'll get your rhythm and then you'll move on to an ecosystem. So that's it for this episode. Thank you so, so much for joining me. I am absolutely loving you being on this journey with me and I hope you keep tuning in. Don't forget to jump in and give me a beautiful rating, a good one, comment and share with your friends and I will be back soon. Thank you. Bye now. Thank you for joining the Lit Up and Liberated podcast with me, Yvette Mayer. I hope you have been inspired and you are ready to live your life more on purpose and yes, feeling lit up and liberated. You can find me at www.yvettemayer.com. That's Yvette with a Y and Mayer like John Mayer. Uh, I can also be found on social media at Yvette Mayer Wellbeing and I hope you'll join me there. Until next time, bye for now.